So I guess we should do the official welcome. Oh, um, hello, and welcome to Wands and Fronds, the weekly podcast where we cover witchcraft, houseplants, and more. I'm Nick. And I'm Shannon. And we are in my bed. And drunk. And drunk, recording <laughs> the live. You heard it. You heard that right. We're recording live. You're not listening to it live, though. Um, uh, live live from Nick's apartment. If you had sent us more rubies, you might be listening to this live. But I think that's on you, listener, isn't it? <laughs> it cost a lot of rubies for that. And sweet antenna time to to broadcast live, and uh, we just didn't have enough. We just didn't have enough rubies. We didn't have. I'm enough. once again asking you for <laughs> a horde of rubies. Thanks, Bernie. Um, so yeah, so we wanted to get like so Nick and I are getting together for our annual holiday meeting. Normally, we see each other much more than we have this year, but 2020 sucks a big old mean cock. And we haven't gotten to see each other in a long time. But we're here. We're here but in my we're here. we're here in my bed with the, with this lovely throw pillow. My lumbar us. is very supported because Nick has multiple throw pillows. Of it's course. true. There's a throw pillow between us, so it's not gay. Yeah, it's not gay. Our bits aren't anywhere near nope, each other. They're protected. I know y'all were worried. There's about room. That. There's room for the Lord between there's us. There's room for the Lord and his <laughs> homie right between us. Um. So we've been asking y'all for weeks mm-hmm. for, for cues for cues for this wonderful Q and A spectacular. Oh, I wish I had a drum roll. I should have. I should have thought I this through. <laughs> and the first question is: Do y'all fucks with Ouija boards? What are your thoughts on using them for divination? From our dear friend, the real Eva. Oh, it's Ziva. Oh, you're right. Sorry. It's Ziva. Ziva. Um, but that is but that is my friend Eve, and Ziva is her stage name for her music. So okay, and Eve is fabulous. Um, and so do I fucks with Ouija boards? I used to. You remember? Oh, I do. I remember. Um, I don't mostly because okay, my stance on Ouija boards is I personally don't do a lot of like spirit work in my craft because I think that's something I would want to work with someone who has more experience with it before I ventured into it on that's my like own. It's like the OG questionable witchy practice. Yeah. It's like fucking the spirits. Like randomly. Just right, just, just, just for funsies. That yeah. you're like gonna have a seance. So like the answer is no for me. I'm not opposed to it. I just like I don't have the experience and I, I really feel like the most important thing is like knowing how to close the fucking door behind you. Yep. And I don't feel confident in that. That's where you, that's where you want to be. Yeah. So I, I kind of messed with it. Uh, to be honest, uh, I never really actually had, um, like a good proper seance by myself, like, or what, what I felt would be like a, like a proper seance. Like I tried like doing it solo just does not. Yeah, I would imagine it doesn't have the same vibe. It does not have the same vibe. Although I would love to do like a Victorian Halloween party. I feel like if I ever was going to be a part of a seance, I'd want to be wearing a corset. Yes, exactly. You know, like a high collared. Yeah. You know, like petticoats and 1, shit. One thousand percent. So uh, not opposed. Not opposed. So if you know, if you want to come to our uh, spooky Victorian Halloween party. Our spooky Victorian Halloween seance. Which where we will be having a seance followed by parlor games. Oh my gosh, you have to play parlor games. And you have to eat like deviled eggs. <laughs> yes, deviled <laughs> eggs. And then, and then we'll have a seance. <laughs> oh, it's going to be smelly and fun. <laughs> yeah, it's um, going to be very... And we'll bomb for apples. That's what they did back back then, too. Oh god, too. I would bomb, never. Bomb it would ruin my pearls. Hey, that's what everyone I'm else is... I'm a lady. Is, everyone else is doing it. You got to bomb for apples. Okay, so uh, we have one from Leslie. Shout out to Leslie in Brighton. Uh, what is some of the best advice you've ever gotten? I'll let you start. Oh man, I was gonna say the same thing to you because that's that's like a, that's like such a good deep question. It is a really deep question. I mean, I think if I'm thinking about my magical practice, which is like what we talk about here a lot, it's that you should read everything and then take what you want and leave the rest. Because I know that's a thing that a lot of people say, but honestly, for me, I'm like, I'm a firstborn Virgo. 
And so I love having like rules for the right and wrong way to do things. And realizing that that's not what witchcraft is about was very liberating. And so to me, that felt really good. But also like on a more practical level, it's like, look at the fucking underside of your leaves on your house plants, because that's where all the shit hides and then spider mites ruin your life. Very succinct. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, for this question, uh, and I really hope Leslie is listening to this, I'm going to quote Juno Birch, uh, one of our combined favorite drag queens, um, who said, every day you should look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are stunning. Oh. Because I think that's very true. Yes. And I think, like, that is actually 100% the best advice I've ever That's just like best life advice. Best life advice. I mean, honestly, I think that if you want to feel really great about yourself, you should move to Los Angeles. And so you can feel ugly for a long time and then go anywhere else in the country. Oh my, you know what? I you suddenly think, felt really hot when I came back so to Texas. so cool coming in here. Yeah. California. Because I spend every day of my life in California looking at all of these like beautifully Botoxed women with the same face. And then I come back to Austin. I'm like, oh, I'm not a troll. That's a good thing. Um, On like much less vapid. (laughs) Oh my God. You're like, I feel great when I come to Texas. I feel great because I realize that I'm not an ugly duckling like I always thought I was. I'm like, I'm not going to be the next top model. Tyra's not knocking down my door. But like, you know. Yeah, you went you went through you you're you're the swan now. I am the swan now. I've swanned out. You, you swan swanned out. Swanned up. Dude. Swanned up. You can just call me Swanda. <laughs> swan- um, <laughs> um, okay, so from our friend Shannon on Instagram, who is not me, it's another from Shannon. From Shannon to a, it's a different Shannon and I will confirm this. She has a different color hair. She does. And also she's fabulous because her name is also Shannon and it's spelled the right way. Um, she had a great hey, question. No, you know what? We should not be hating on people's name spellings here. I'm sorry. You're right. If people want to spell their names incorrectly, they're allowed to do that. <laughs> I mean, we, we all in this room have like the most basic names. Um, Shannon is like a river. It is a river. Remember when remember when we would point out um, the mouth of the Shannon River? I do remember this. Uh, in Ireland, uh, on the map, and it just says the mouth of the Shannon. Yep. And I'm like, that's me. That's my mouth. Um, we're very American. So Shannon asked, she says she's been coming up against this idea lately of like closed practices. And there seems to be a lot of debate on this topic buzzing around Instagram, especially. So her question is, do we feel like there's such a thing as closed practices? And if so, which ones specifically would we consider closed? So I think that is a great question. It's also a big question. So I would, first of all, Edgar Fabian Frias is this fabulous Bruhex that I am internet friends with. They're my best friend. Also, they don't know it yet. Um, But they wrote this really great article with some other witches called How to Practice Witchcraft and Not Steal Other People's Culture, which I think is a really great place to sort of start because... What a a cool idea for all the white people out there. Right? It's really good. It's like uh, important for white people to be mindful uh, when we're practicing things, especially in the West. And so I think for me, ones that are super obviously closed, like voodoo, you cannot just like casually get into voodoo like you have to be like initiated and like study shamanism like actual shamanism right uh also smudging well because we we actually i think we touched upon this maybe before as like a uh questionable witchy practice where like if you're gonna do ayahuasca or something uh you should probably go to someone who's actually a member of that tribe and like knows the spiritual history yeah, behind it. Yeah, not a white dude with dreads. Not a white dude with dreads, uh, you know, who goes to Coachella every year. Uh, yes. With the money that he makes doing ayahuasca ceremonies uh, wherever you live. With Gwyneth Paltrow and her <laughs> traveling trip. Uh, yeah. Um, but I think those are, so those are some like very clearly obviously closed practices. And I think 
first of all, in this article that is on Mashable, it's really fantastic. One of the great pieces of it, pieces of advice that they have that I've also seen other places as well is to like look at your own ancestral history, right? So like for me on my father's side, we're very German and on my mother's side, we're very Irish, a little bit of French. And then there's some like, you know, British mixed in there because, you know, that Irish ancestors. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like the whole of Saxony. Yeah. Really. We're very Saxon on my mother's side. Saxon people. And so of course things that like, you know, you find tied to like the Celts really resonate with me, but, and, and I think that it's like, number one, it's great to sort of pull from your own ancestry if you are able to figure that out. But also like, to me, those practices really genuinely do resonate more than trying to do other things because and, and, it feels like a part of me. Yeah, I, and I, I, I would agree. It's like um, like the, all the old French grandmas and like, you know, like my, my grandma lives uh, in Louisiana and definitely like grew up on a bayou. So like all that old like French kitchen magic oh, yeah. is very much like a thing that I am drawn to and like, that really just like, mm. yeah, it feels good. That's the juge right there. And some of it is like the lines are blurry. And I think too, it's like, we have to remember, Nick and I were talking about this earlier. It's like Native Americans in general are not a fucking like monolith and neither are any other people. So it's like, you can definitely get confirmation bias. If there's something you want to do, someone will tell you you can, but like, I think just like listening. I mean, there, there are gays for Trump. There because are gays you can go out looking for a gay for Trump and find one. I think it's like, it's really about listening, trusting your gut. And most importantly, I think if you're ever like on the border, I would say private practice is a very different thing than like trying to make money off of it. So I think white people should never, ever, 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 ever sell fucking mojo bags on Etsy. No, yeah, yeah. They yeah. shouldn't do it. And I think that if nothing else, for me, I think that is the hardest boundary. It's like, no matter whether or not you feel like it's acceptable to borrow from other cultures for your personal practice, it is totally unacceptable to profit off of right. other it's people's like, it's culture. Like, it's like you can make beautiful dream catchers, but you shouldn't be selling them. Yeah, exactly. You definitely shouldn't be selling them. So I think it's it's a many layered question, but I would really suggest that article. Again, it's how to practice witchcraft without stealing other people's culture. And it's on Mashable. And it really is like great. It's by um, a Latinx Bruhex. And I can't remember who the other woman is because I don't I don't follow her as closely. I just happen to follow this other person. But they're both people of color that wrote the article. And I think that their opinion also matters much more than ours. Yeah, it, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, go with that question. Uh, oh, so another one from Eve. Uh Shout out to Eve we again. Eve. We love you, Eve. We we love an Eve here. We do. Um, thoughts on Salvia. So I would say just to give this question like a little bit of extra context, I kind of took this as thoughts on Salvia for like uh, its vision inducing qualities yeah. and like like. Uh, so I personally had such a bad trip on Salvia. When I tried it. Same. I did not have a good experience with salvia. And I think maybe, I know you were there when I tried salvia. Yeah. Because I remember we, I was laughing and then crying and then laughing. And I wouldn't do it. And at that point in my life, if I wouldn't have done something, you have to know that I had had a previous bad experience Yeah, with exactly. It. Yeah, you wouldn't do it, but you let, you let me try it. So now I'm kind of... Well, you know, I don't want to yuck your yum. That's man. true. That's true. I could have loved it. You're some right. people do. Some Because pe- some people do. I also, I had a very bad experience. I felt like I was like falling sideways the whole time. And I felt like I was an index card getting shoved in a box. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, I had, I had this weird feeling that none of the pieces of my body were connected to each other. Like, yeah. like you know, like a, like a disassembled mannequin. Like a marionette, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, not even. Like, like you just, weren't, there were no like, strings. There were no strings. Oh, like, I just, I just felt, I felt my leg and I felt my other leg, but I, in no way did I feel like they were connected Oof. to each other. They were just, I, like, I was, it, it's weird. I mean, um, I believe you. I mean, so I think for me, I think if it works for you, that's awesome. I'm not, like, 
anti-Salvia. I just had a bad time on it. Yeah, and I mean, it is a member of the Sage family. It is, yeah. Salvia is, it's like Sage. Salvia divinorum. Uh, Rosemary is also, so it's Rosemary and Sage are both in that family because Rosemary got reclassified. But, but that's I do think the, it's that's, Salvia. I believe that's the so. one. That's the one that they commonly call Salvia is the Salvia Divinorum. Yes, I believe so. Just to just to reiterate for everyone, because it's so fun. We're we're just hanging out in my room. Yeah, this is just like we're together though. We are not. How far is it? Oh, we're, oh, actually. So here's a fun story. Uh, just to kind of fill the gap. Um, but, but actually, just to, just to circle, Salvia right. Divinorum. It is Sal- Salvia Divinorum. You're yeah. right. So I believe it's you. the one time I know the Latin name of the thing, and Shannon does not like 100% know it off the top of her head. I know I'm very uh, proud of you. I did that, you know, I did that on purpose. I would believe it. Yeah, you just wanted to show off. I'm just trying to look good. I mean, you always look good. That's the secret. Nick always looks good. <laughs> Hello, Oliver. Oh my god, my cat, my little kitty cat's in the background. He wants to be on the podcast. Oliver slash Ivan. Yeah, well, actually, we have a working theory that we, our cats, supposedly, supposedly allegedly, allegedly multiple, multiple cats. cats, are the same cat, because I've been to your house, well, I was, I you've was, known Ivan since I've known he was Ivan a kid. since he was a kitten, and yeah. conveniently enough, I have not known Oliver since he was a kitten, uh-huh. so that, they're around the same age. Shot one. They're a- around the exact same age. Yeah, like they look, 10. They look exactly the same. They act very they much act the same. They act very, very, very similar. They both have that little kitty meow that's like a high-pitched meow that sounds like a little girl kitten. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, th- I mean, this is really the thing that I think really drives the point home, is that we've never seen them in the same room. And Nick and I have lived together. We've been around each other constantly for years yeah yeah some many some years. number of years that Too we've many. known each other we're not gonna talk about it we mentioned it once and you have to like go back and find it because i don't want to talk about how old we are um well I, I mean if we were 13 when we met everyone can do the math out there i mean i'm 22 oh yeah and <laughs> i am 21 i am a young 21 so that year old is um oh you and know, we're also liars like eight, um, eight years we've known, we've known each, each other for eight whole years now we're so we've liars. known each other twice as long as that fuck off man i was like yeah yeah six seven six, 16 16 years? 16 years yeah yeah 16 years anywho so never seen them in the same room together they're the same person but uh salvia also sucked um it didn't suck it just was it was too much like the physical side effect or like the physical sensation like the mental sensation would have been cool i mean that's the thing for me i didn't really get to appreciate the mental sensation because for me the physical sensation was so overpowering that it made me that's what i'm saying it's like if you if you were to separate them i just can't even really remember the mental side effects of it because the physical sensation was all i could really think about because you know i like a little i like a little disassociation yeah i mean it's like you know we're to follow the laws we're not condoning people breaking the law but like dmt is great yeah. i feel like vision questing on yeah, yeah. dmt is fantastic but like salvia did not get me there salvia just made me feel sick you know i think at the end of the day the moral of the story is if you're interested in trying salvia you should try it at least once but be sitting down but be sitting down for sure that's a big that's actually the biggest one sit down and um if that's not your cup of tea maybe dmt is yeah dmt tastes like chewing on a new tire it is it does um well we have another question from in the room in the ro- oh my god is it from oliver oliver what did you <laughs> want to know i'll ask for him <laughs> okay good this is eric this is my partner anyway my question for the two of you what card in the tarot do each of you most closely connect to on a personal level? Uh, I Can I come in hot on this question? Yes, please do. Because I would say the fool. Ooh, I love that. That's not what I want to say, but tell me more. Okay, because I feel like the fool is like ready to just like do whatever. God, that is such big Aries energy. It's like, it's like, oh, it's Aries. And then it's like the Sag moon. Like I just have so much fiery impulsivity. Yes. You know, well, you remember, actually, here's a fun story. It's like when uh, uh, last year, I think towards the end of last year, I was like, we're going to go to Europe. 
next year. Oh my God, we were supposed to be in France this summer. We were supposed to be in France this summer for Bastille Day, and we had this whole thing planned out. But what did I do? I was like, I bought a plane ticket. Do you want to come to Europe? Yeah. And uh, I I think that that's fool energy. And we said yes, because... And y'all said yes. Nick is my love, but... I love that. That is, no, that's very you. I would say for me, it's not just because it's one of my soul cards, but the star, because I, I feel like that. I'm very much at a star place in my life. Because if you're looking at the major arcana for people that maybe don't know as much about the sequence of it, the star comes right after the tower. So it's like everything falls apart and is laid bare. Right. And that's what the star is. Like the star is who you are at your core. <laughs> And it's core. it's like also remembering that you're like part of the divine. And I feel like that's the phase I'm at in my life. And I really want to embody that, especially during our Saturn return. Like the star is that scene in the never ending story where it's just the castle love. Yes, that is. It's like who you are at your core. But it again, it like also just reminds you that like you're not an island. It's like you're just a piece of this like big, beautiful cosmic puzzle. And it's like both incredibly humbling, but also super liberating to remember that. And so that's mine. That's mine right now. And it is, again, it's one of my soul cards, but I feel like I've really come into it in like this past year in myself. I love it. Thank you. But also the fool, the fool has always been my card. No, I that's t- like That's like totally when I that. see it in like a, if I do a big spread of tarot cards, I kind of assume that the fool is me. I love that a lot. I, I've i never had a card that like comes up that feels like it is me because I feel like the star comes up when I need reassurance. And maybe that is just the universe patting me on the head because I just drew it right. not too long ago. Because um, Nick and I have been working on this podcast together and it means a lot to us. And we've been really excited to like have other people listening oh and God. caring. Like it means... The literally world. A, literally around the world yeah too. like it's crazy that you guys are just out there being upside down in australia your toilets flush backwards i don't understand i we we have a lot of questions for you guys follow up questions right in please right right in for the next q a when would when would we do a q a assuming I mean, in a in a perfect world. Well, I feel like you'd have to have your birthday trip I, to L.A., right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, three, four, three, two, one. Yeah, four, three, two, one. You've got to be in L.A. We've got to do it up. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm hoping we can. We might get robbed. I just. Oh my God. I'd love to get robbed. Um. I'd also just love to just go to that beach where we had that fire. That oh one time. yeah. Oh my God. It's so. Good. And just and just like save up a bunch of little. Things it's Doc Weiler, if anybody is familiar, where you can have like the bonfires. I also want to clarify that we don't want to get like mugged. I have we have a friend Rob who likes to throw big lavish parties with his friends and like have so many festivities that it ruins your life a little bit. But also pretty intimate. Yeah, you know it's like it's somehow like, it's both like, giant and tiny. It's like the whole point of getting robbed is it's like five people having the best night of their lives yes. versus like a huge party where it's like how many people came it's like well who cares how many people came the you people know? that were there the we'll people that forget. the people that were there we're having a good time shout out to shout out to rob yeah i don't think rob listens probably not but you know it's okay one of our other friends asked me when i was talking about our podcast they were like oh you mean your harry potter podcast and i was like no like it's about actual witchcraft like irl yeah, yeah, yeah. and she just kind of like looked confused and i was like it's fine most people don't know that i'm like an actual witch because it's like a weird conversation to have with some I, people. You know, it's funny because Shannon, it's fun. So it's fun. Here's the, here's, this is like a Q and a podcast and yeah. we've almost run out of questions or maybe we have run out of questions. We got one more. We got one more. Um, no. So uh, one of the funny things about me and Shannon is that Shannon actually works like a very sort of professional job. Um, true. And like has like a, is like a, a, a girl boss. Um, if thank you hashtag girl boss hashtag girl boss um but she does like serious stuff with like money and stuff yeah uh, and um i i wait tables uh, so i actually so whereas shannon uh maybe keeps some of that kind of thing to herself uh, in a professional environment i i've pitched our podcast to a table before 
I love it so much. Okay, so there are some people that I work I with. Because I just, I don't get, I mean, because I get, you know, I could work at any restaurant in the city if, if it wasn't a global pandemic. Right. But. I mean, and I feel like, uh, so I'm a fundraiser and I fundraise at a very big museum in Los Angeles. I don't want to like get into it, but yeah, yeah. there is a donor that I work with who's like a Reiki practitioner and okay. I want to tell him about my podcast, but it's, it is hard because it's like the art world is already full of like a very strange mix of people. But being a fundraiser, like that grew up very poor, I often feel like I'm pretending. You're like, um, yeah, I'm, 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 you're like Angelica's mom. Yeah. From the Rugrats. I'm like, I also understand issues of the stock market. Yes, I've, I've <laughs> been keeping up with it. You think I haven't been keeping up with it? You should call my assistant. Exactly. Um, but I do, I mean, my dream though, and why the reason that we're like so excited about the people that care about this is like, Nick and I want to like work together someday. Yeah, yeah, and No, I just think it's, I just think it's funny because it's like, you know, it's like, uh, two, it's like we have this thing that we do together. Yeah. Where it's, you would think that we maybe are like, uh, similar, like super similar people in real life. Yeah, we're so different, but I think that's always been the thing that's made our friendship great. It, it is. Because like, even when we were really young, when we were like Very in middle different. school, we've Always very different. Very you have different. that Virgo energy. I've got that Virgo energy, and I've got like all of those Leo placements, uh -huh. like in Mercury. My Mercury is in Leo. Like, I love you joked. You were like, Yeah, I know how you have so many Leo placements because you could go to any frat party and become best friends with the frat bros. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's always been my vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely like a big Shannon vibe. Big Shannon energy. But like when I met Nick, I like forced myself upon him while he was sitting at a table reading. Oh yeah, yeah. And that is like how this relationship started. I, yeah, but I, I already knew we were going to be friends because you had the most punk rock hair at the whole middle school. <laughs> um, I will never live down saying that. I said that once, and it has become my catchphrase. <laughs> and now I just have to own it because I in because fact, well, but I mean. Anyone who knows Shannon knows that Shannon has the most punk rock hair at the middle school. Yeah, not anymore. Now I have my like quarantine self cut, which yeah, you, which what looks do you think? great. It looks great, right? It looks great. That's what I get for cutting Nana's bob all those years. Oh um, yeah, I used to cut Nana's hair. It's a it's a lovely it's a lovely bob with some waves and, and it looks layers. like it looks like you've you've uh got is that like brown that you've like dyed it or is that no? This like, is my uh, natural hair color. It's gotten darker. It has because I haven't seen the sun in many years. It has gotten darker, it's people. It's been like a year. It has gotten don't, darker. Y'all don't know. But it's funny because if I flip my hair this way on the left side where it's near the window when I drive, it's lighter. Okay. And at first I thought it was graying. And no, it's just lighter. It's just light. That's, yeah, yeah. Because my hair is like dirty blonde. I've seen you after a summer outside. It gets really light. So I think that, you know, it's been a year. But I, did, I, I do have my own quarantine cut. But yeah, when I first met Nick, Nick was like sitting alone at a table reading a book and Nick used to have a signature look where he always wore Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Nick always wore like shorts and Hawaiian shirts and that was like his look. Super bright colors and for such a shy kid. For such a shy kid. Nick wore a lot of like very vibrant patterns. And I remember like- You remember I used to have, actually this is making me really nostalgic because I was thinking about this shirt the other day. As an adult gay man, I would still wear this shirt. Whereas, like, it was kind of like teal and purple, but it had like the planet Saturn on it, and it was a Hawaiian yeah. shirt. I mean, you had a lot of Hawaiian I had, shirts. I, I had <laughs> some of them. Some of them were like classic Hawaiian shirts, but some of them were like uh, like deep cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, remember that that was a thing for a minute. I remember that was a thing. It was. It was a thing for like one minute, and I was like, "This is the most comfortable." I've ever been in my life. But Nick and I were, we were together in theater class. That's where we really met. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then we started having lunch together. And then our friend Casey was your, was your beard. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I dated girls in middle he school. He dated a girl. At, for like pretend reasons. For pretend reasons. And I would beat up anybody who said that Nick was gay. And then once Nick was out, I beat up anybody who had a problem with him being gay. Yeah, yeah. Not literally, but I would yell at people. Oh, I'm my God. Mean. I can't be mean. It was funny. I was totally... Uh, I feel like I was the least scandalous gay, though. Like, oh, totally. I think I really lucked out having some, like, very scandalous gays. There were a lot of scandalous we gays in Grand Because Mary. living in a small town, it's like, that's, I mean, 
it's not like anyone really gets to date. So like you kind of live out this like scandal fantasy, which yeah. is fine. You know, you need the attention as a gay man. Especially in a town of 6,000 people. But it's like, I, I, you know, I just slipped under the radar. No, after, it's not that you slipped part. under the radar. It's that Nick has always been a fucking class act. Uh, yeah, a real, a real class act. But it, but it's, I, I don't want to say that because then it's almost like it implies that it's not being classy to be scandalous well, and exactly. flamboyant. But when you think about a classy man in a smoking jacket. Yeah, that's me. That's what I mean. That's me. Because I think that That's being, actually, that's me right now. I've got, it's literally, this uh, cardigan I'm wearing is cut exactly. like a smoking it's it's beautiful <laughs> not to yuck anyone's yum because like admittedly my 20th birthday party was kesha themed and we all were like covered in glitter and dressed very seductively and it was it was really like white trash themed so like again i think that if you fuck around that's totally great but when i say nick is a class act i mean like he is the most interesting man it's, although you know it's really funny is i actually love a theme party and at the kesha theme party i made out with someone oh my gosh who did you make do i remember do i know this um yeah yeah well i mean maybe you know this but okay so at that party i was only wearing spanks oh i remember you only wearing spanks or was it spanks and a bow tie i don't remember i might there was so much glitter you might have put on a bow tie i might have put on a bow tie we did cover everything in glitter but anywho so it was uh i just wore spanks and body glitter and um i made out with this one guy you say it, I'll bleep it out. No, 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 no. I don't remember his name. Oh, <laughs> that's even better. But I remember he I was, like that I'm yelling about you being a class actor. And you're remember, like, I just don't remember he, this guy. I, I remember he it's was good. there with this other guy whose name I also can't remember. That was a time in our lives. But it was JJ's friend. Oh, well, that makes sense. JJ they were, always- It was like JJ's friend from modeling. JJ had a rotation. And then the guy that I made out with was- like from mexico like i think he was uh involved in diplomacy in some way oh like his family were like ambassadors yeah they were like yeah yeah, the 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 drinks are flowing tonight it is the it is the uh wands and fronds live spectacular the q a spectacular with lots of spritzes and i have not been drinking lately very much oh good so this has all gone straight to my dome we had charcuterie for dinner oh my god it was good though. it was nick makes a beautiful charcuterie platter I was, did you notice the big gap on the coffee table? The idea was that y'all were going to sit down and then I was going to bring yeah, it Yeah, but out. you should have known because like how many times have you and I stood in the kitchen? We literally talked about it on the kitchen witchery yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. We literally stood in Nick's kitchen and ate because like that's always what happens. That's always what happens. When yeah, there's yeah. like a green witch and a kitchen witch get together, we we're just, just going to stand in the kitchen. You're drawn to it. It's yeah. like there's a vortex in the oven that just like pulls, pulls you, you in. in. Like poor Nick's roommate was like trying to get through and was like, hey, it was like, sorry, we're just like hanging out in the kitchen. Yeah, because we, we have a galley kitchen. Yeah. Which actually, you know, um, my I used to have a friend who lived across the street and they just, they didn't have anything and it was a corner there where the bar is. Oh. Which would would have been nice, I think. It yeah. just really opened the whole thing up. Um, but that's... But I do like your little bar. I, I mean, I like the... But, I mean, but it was a whole bar. It was a corner bar. Oh. So instead of a wall... I see what you mean. It was... A, the, oh, that's amazing. It was really We should nice. just knock out the wall. I thought We should just it. go Chip and Joanna. We'll knock it out. We'll put shiplap up everywhere. <laughs> We're going to shiplap the cat. Dude, <laughs> Ollie needs a good shiplap. Ollie, do you want a shiplap? Actually, you know what's funny? I was watching that show. I with wish my... the mic had been close enough to get him meowing just then because he did meow. I I was watching that show with my grandma, and like literally, after like two hours of watching that show, there was times where I was like, you know, that shiplap does look really nice. It's in the that problem is room. it's like it's like <laughs> a, it's it's like a bell chart because like you watch enough where shiplap starts looking good and then it goes too far and then you're like if I see another piece of fucking shiplap I'm gonna light something on fire. It's again I think that shiplap can be very tasteful but we're talking about if you watch too much of Chip and Joanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you go through like the phases of grief but with shiplap. <laughs> yeah, you ultimately like... come to accept it. Yeah. And you're just like, shiplap exists. Some people have it. You know, it's a, it's, an, it's a nice way to add texture to a wall. It really is. 
It's a nice way to add texture and shiplap to things. <laughs> shiplap. <laughs> oh, do we, so we have we have one more question. We do. We have one more question. And then I thought it would be fun. I, I'm throwing this one as, as a surprise. This is a surprise. I like you leaning into the mic like I can't pick things up from over here. As a surprise. Um, okay, let's... but I'm going to ask the last. So this is the last question from Eve. And it was the best question that she asked, I think, overall, because it's very sweet. She asked great questions, but I really loved this question. Oh, sure, sure, sure. It's what inspired you both to start your individual journeys into your unique practices? Oh, I love that. I know. Isn't it so sweet? Uh, Eve Eve is a gem. I can start. I mean, so I think I kind of talked about it in the intro episode a little bit, but I was really drawn to like witchcraft and paganism when I was young. And then I had a very traumatic incident with my family. Oh, my God where I was a kidnapped child and lived with some like actually insane pagans. And it freaked me out and had a lot of like bad things attached to paganism for a while. And then I got older and a couple of years ago started really like coming back around to it initially through astrology, but then I really got into plants. And for me, it was like a very logical step to get into green witchcraft. You know, it was like this thing I'd always loved growing up. It's like, Nick has seen, I have a collection of like wizard and fairy and dragon figurines. Like it's always been something that I really like, I really enjoyed. I just like kind of left the practice of it for a while because of some personal traumas. But when I got back into plants a couple of years ago too, and I had been living in LA and like being out of Texas, it's like so much easier. Everybody has fucking like crystals in Los Angeles. So, you know, I started my houseplant collection and I was like, fuck it, man. Like, I'm just going to go hard. And I dove in deep and I was just like, this really feels right. And it was the first time in my life that I started doing like a spiritual practice that like felt right. Because I've tried on a lot of hats and they fit weird. Right, right, And this was the one that it felt great. And then it's like the more that I've met other people in the community, like it just feels good good like it feels good and I feel like I'm home and that's super cheesy but like that's how I got into it and I just I fucking love plants that's why I think I'm a green witch I just I just really fucking love plants man (laughs) so um it's like I kind of touched upon it earlier too a little bit for me personally with um talking about like my grandma being like a Cajun lady actually you know like both my grandmas even my grandma that's just like you know like quote unquote generic white lady from texas like you know it's like just the way that she like cooks and like takes care of her family it's like i i feel is still powerful in the way but like the you know it's like my my other grandma you know she she sometimes would have some superstitions and things yeah they used to call them superstitions instead of yeah, practice yeah, yeah and you know it's like for both of them it's like so, so that, but to, for me personally, also, it's like being a bit of an outsider growing up. Like, I think I was always drawn to what is, what is weird. Like, what is, like, what is weird? Like, you know, like, we can talk about people being into witchcraft, but then it's like, what, what do these people believe in? You know, it's yeah. like, so it's like, I, I started, um, probably in middle school reading mythology. God, I remember. Like getting, yeah. I, I went through like a whole mythology phase and remember I had like a whole series of like pets because I was really into fish and stuff too. Yeah, Nick used to have fish all the time. Um, Yeah, that's- They were very cute. Yeah, it, it's like, and I keep trying to bring it back by like doing like a snail here and a beta there, but like- It's not the same. It's not the same. You gotta like dedicate yourself to fish. Yeah, yeah, it's like back when I had like, I used to have like a huge aquarium but no so i'd name you know and fish are not notoriously long-lived pets even like when you care for them they live for a couple of years yeah not i mean some of them do live for like a decade but like a decade's a long time yeah that's the exception to live yeah you know for for like a cichlid or something but okay so you know i would get fish and i would give them like all these cool mythological names like i really loved norse mythology uh and like at the time i didn't practice but i was just so intrigued by these alternate mythologies to the christianity that i had been brought up 
to believe in. Oh yeah. And it it was it was revolutionary for me, I think, to learn about other gods and other religions. And other ideas. And other ideas. Yeah. Uh, and so that's but you know, I would also say as an Aries, it's kind of like my vibe as like how I practice now is that I I do what I want. I do what feels right. Nick's like, not going to do anything he doesn't want to do. That's 100% true. And it's like, but it's like, it's very in, intuition based. Yeah. And it's, it can be very much like, un, quote unquote, unofficial. I think, you know, like it, it's, it's my own weird. Yeah. I mean, you're an eclectic witch. Flavor. I think for me, like with my astrology, it's like the older I get, the more I feel like I've been able to get in touch with my Pisces moon. It's like that big lunar mysterious energy has really woken up in me. Well, I mean, it's like you guys are in my apartment, you know, it's like one of the things that I can really feel personally is like how the energy moves in the space, because I feel like this whole place is very comfortable to me yeah no i love this place next place is great um and it's like you know because sometimes you go to people's houses and like that's that's a whole astrology thing which i'm also very into and like that got me back into you liked our place right oh yeah no no y'all's place is great i'm i still have yet to see it since y'all turned that couch around but oh my god it was so important but it's so good you're gonna love it I do think it's interesting, like, because both of us grew up in the South. Like, my grand... Where, like, all of this stuff is right there under the surface. Yeah, and it's like my grandparents on my dad's side, like, my grandfather is a Southern Baptist pastor. And, you know, talking about, like, feeling like it's right. You know, like, I was so scared growing up that I was going to hell. And, like, I had so much trauma attached to the church. And I've never, I've just never experienced that with witchcraft. And I think for me, that's, like, part of it is, like, it just... It's like a warm blanket. There's like such a culture of shame in Christianity. Yeah. It's very unpalatable. It is. And it's not, uh, to me. And, like, I, and this is like, I'm, I'm openly going to be like, Christianity has a lot of problems. It does. And there's a lot of things that they don't want to address, especially the American church. And for me, it was like, the, t- the moment that I was finally like, you know what? Like, I'm not a Christian. I'm a witch. It was like this giant fucking anvil but you know had the, been lifted off of my chest. But, but you know, it's like, I think the most impactful thing I ever, it was the music at church. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know. Same, I was in a church like, choir in Austin. And so that that's where I'm kind of like, I think that is a kind of magic. Like, all of the people singing in unison and like, it really is yeah. magical Dude, and like transcendent. As a choir dork, I cry every time I go to a choir concert because to me it's like so emotional like yeah and same thing though honestly with musical theater I do the same thing <laughs> yeah, I yeah. cry all the time because it's like that idea of people performing you shouldn't just admit that you cry all the time I cry a lot I again have a Pisces moon I cry a lot but no 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 <laughs> but I mean you know it's like I think and that's kind of like my you know like I think I I'm so interested in like a bunch of different paths. Yeah. You and I, I think are also both like seekers and I think witchcraft is very good for that. Like that's why we wanted to do this podcast is like, we love researching and learning. And it's like, so there's so much stuff that I've even learned from doing this podcast that I'm like, that is everything that is right now. That is like, I've been trying to put that into words. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. Well, it's like, this is the best parts of going to school. Cause like I, for a long time thought about going back and getting my master's and I just learn about what you want to learn. Exactly. It's like, I could never find something that felt right. But then like doing something like this podcast is amazing because it's like, I get to like pick something and just dig in. And like the Hermione Granger in me has such a boner for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also, again, like you said, it's like the stuff that I want to learn about, like nobody's telling me to learn about these things. It's like, I'm letting the universe lead me there. And like our relationship, it's been like, I don't know. Oh my God, I get should, very emotional. It, this podcast this is, is actually, this is, uh, this is, I would say like a pretty good little taste of what it's like to do like a meeting 
like when we do our little phone meetings yes. where we like plan out the next couple uh, episodes. It's true. Um, We're like, oh my God, this thing. And then like, oh my God, I was reading about this thing. And, or, or, oh my God, Eve told me about this thing because Eve is like, a badass witch like did we even say that when we were like introducing oh my god we should have like eve is a badass witch and that's that um and like definitely eve is cooler than all of us has been such a driving force for me to continue with my own craft and like also always has a fire at the new and full moon and you know i will always be there for a fire whether or not you light it whether or not I light it. That's right. So you were going to ask something. You said that was going to be a surprise. You got real up in the mic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I thought it would be fun. A little surprise. What if we did a little live tarot scope <gasps> with your Lion Strider deck? Oh my God. Since you have brought it. I do have my Lion Strider deck. So I'm going to I'm gonna pull up the... You shuffle. You shuffle. Okay, I'll shuffle. You shuffle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick... I'm going to pick the sign. Oh, my God. Look at what happened when I split the deck. Oh yeah. Oh, hello. It's the star and the fool. I literally show that, show that to Eric. Eric for confirmation. Whoa. It's hello. true. Okay. That's true. I confirm it from That just like blew my dick off. Yeah, that just blew everyone's dick off. <laughs> We're all eunuchs. <laughs> so um okay, no, great. So I'm gonna do the random number generator, which is how we decide uh who is getting the tarot scope. <laughs> If you didn't know, a little Google uh, random number generator can be fun. Play around with it. Uh, this is not a, this Hot is takes. this is not an ad. I just like coming up with random numbers. But mind you, if Google number generator wants to pay us, <laughs> although yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. shill for you. If hey, we're not going for their top products. No, you know we're not going for the drive or you know any of the stuff that's popular. I'm not going to have you do the top drive. I want you to feel it. We have to figure out who it's for. Yeah, okay. I need to I need to know who I'm Girl, you've taken ten years over there. I okay. thought you were done. Okay, okay. Virgo judgment. I apologize. But I don't. Okay, so we have eleven, which is Aquarius. Aquarius. Which is so funny because, because we're having our Saturn return. We're having our Saturn return in Aquarius. In Aquarius. And they there was just the great conjunction in, in Aquarius. Aquarius. And my ascendant is Aquarius. Aquarius and my partner Eric's moon is Aquarius so we're having a little Aquarius party okay okay great what feels right for us Nicholas okay, so I also want to let you like intuitively read it with the artwork on this deck oh, I, I'm loving that I'm loving that this one okay justice Ooh. okay okay so we've got justice um I'm seeing the Libra symbol um which I love. Um, let's see. So justice is justice. Uh, so justice is about balance um, based on the Libra symbol, obviously. So justice is, does not necessarily mean that you personally as an Aquarius are seeking out justice. Uh, it's kind of more that like, the universe is say, is saying that you will you, you will have justice or like your actions are justified even if it puts you in a worse situation yeah it's like what you're doing the universe approves of it's valid it's validation it, is. it doesn't mean like a good outcome or a bad outcome or it's not karma Justice is actually blind. It's not necessarily good or bad. Yeah. It is just. It's just. So I think that I think that's a good one for Aquarius. Because I, I think Aquarians are very much like ones to like puzzle over. It's that airiness, man. To like puzzle over. Well, what does that mean? What what does justice mean? It's like, um, I, I would say it's permission. I think it's permission to make a decision. It's permission to make a decision. Because Aquarius is not, Aquarians are not always great at No, because they want they, they see everything from too exactly. many sides. They can't say one way or another. But, you know, it's funny because they also have Libra on here. And Libras are not great at making decisions either. Yeah. Um, but I, th I think it's, I think it's okay to make a decision. 
you're 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 justified in in the decision that you make and trust yourself trust yourself trust yourself uh yeah and you know she this you know she's trusting herself she is trusting herself. She's also feeling herself with that voguing. Yeah, yeah. She's like voguing and like looking. But she's also clearly blind. There's no pupils here. You know, she's got the sword. The sword is like straight up and down. With the so scales it's like, on either side. You know, it's like fully, fully balanced. I love it. We'll have to take a picture of this. But I love this for Aquarius. Yeah. I love justice for Aquarius. Just, justice. Hashtag justice for Aquarius. Hashtag justice for Aquarius. I think that brings us to the end. It's hard to believe we've been like doing this for almost an hour now. No, we really have. Um, it's the bittersweet end. Have we begged for a hoard of rubies yet? Y'all, not a single bag of rubies has come our way. Because honestly, we have not been getting the kinds of reviews and stars. We were initially begging for stars. And we said, and y'all said no. So y'all we said, said rubies? And so we said well, you know, if you don't have any stars, you could just send us rubies. And I believe we and have... You, some of y'all also said no to that? Some of y'all also said no to that? By some of you, I mean all of you. We've gotten no bags of rubies. We couldn't afford the antenna to broadcast live tonight, January... No, no, oh my God. 8th? December 23rd. But I think this will air on January 8th. This is airing on January 8th, so... It's January 8th and we can't even afford to uh, broadcast this live. Thanks a lot for no rubies. All that to say, please give us five stars and a review. Five five stars and a review. Um, It helps other people find the podcast. So if we want to do more cues, which, you know, more cues would be fun. It would be so much fun. This was a lot of fun. We could do like a quarterly cue. And we don't have to do this like IRL every time. This is just a bonus for us. But like, I love doing this. Um, You can find us at wands and fronds pod on instagram and we're at wands and fronds pod at gmail.com for the email address and like nobody except for Podbean emails me right now y'all like it's on my cell phone somebody write me something someone make my fucking day okay you know okay so first of all we have to make shannon's day so if you're not gonna send in a cue for the podcast. Or a bag of rubies. Or a bag of rubies. Because seriously, if you send a bag of rubies, you can fuck off forever. You never have to talk to us again. It's fine. Your your duty has been fulfilled. Um, see if you can send us the most obscure island you can find on Wikipedia. And then Shannon can ask me if I've heard of it. Because I'm actually Ooh, pretty good at this. Nick is really good at islands, y'all. Nick has thought about moving to a lot of islands. I have. Okay, well, we love you guys. Nick, what do we say to these bitches? We say, oh my God, to all the bitches out there, we say, blessed be bitches. Blessed be bitches. Goodbye. Bye now. I'm going to see at the end here, since we already said bye, Ollie, just give us a little meow. Come on, just give us a little meow. Give us a little meow. Okay, he's not he's not gonna but do he's it. Getting his belly he's, he's, he's getting his belly rubbed, so uh he's fine. You want a cookie? Oh, Elvis.